0: Hey, it is our favorite day of the week. This is Monday, and I have a great episode on for you, How to Pass NCLEX Plus Monday Motivation. And we are gonna be talking about nurse assessment and scenarios. My name is Regina Callion with RemarkNurse.com. We're gonna get right into it. This is our time, guys. Did you know that if you struggle with anxiety, I have my anxiety workshop happening this month. And so if you want to finally address anxiety, how it can prevent you from passing NCLEX, and most importantly, things you can do to overcome it, please sign up for this workshop. It's super easy to sign up, just like my other events totally free. Go to remarnurse.com forward slash anxiety, anxiety. And you know, throughout my years of teaching, I recognize that test anxiety can really be a barrier to overcome, especially because most NCLEX reviews don't address test anxiety. And it's not like you can get a book and it helps you to figure out like what to do. So this course is specifically for those who are looking for solutions to finally overcome test anxiety. And this will be important because you're gonna get NCLEX questions, just like this one, and you don't wanna have anxiety in the way. Here is our first NCLEX question. And it says, a 12 year old client presents to the local clinic accompanied by his parents. Upon assessment, the nurse notices that the child has bilateral red eyes. The child complains of a cough, watery discharge from eyes, itching, and orbital swelling around each eye. The nurse is aware the child has this type of conjunctivitis. What do you guys think? All right. Is it number one, bacteria? two, viral, three, traumatic, or four, allergic. Here we go. The scenario is here. And I'm going to give you some time to put your answers on the screen. Go ahead and share this video. We do this every Monday here at Remar Review. We come together as a community to study, and it's so important for us to be able to have these check-ins with each other. Okay, do you have your answer in your mind or on the screen? The correct answer here, based off of the symptoms of the child, this is allergic conjunctivitis, and it usually presents in both eyes, right? So it's a bilateral presentation, and it is a, it's a a common symptom of allergies, a hallmark symptom of allergies, which are, did you get this watery discharge? Itching, swelling, cough, and runny nose, runny nose. All right, let's move on to prioritization here. Which of the following observations is the priority to report first? Which of the following observations is the priority to report first? Is it number one, the signs of a temperature of 101.4? Blood pressure of 200 over 102, a pulse of 88, and respirations of 26. Number two, red colored urine. Three, bluish tint to lips and skin. Or four, skin that is hot to the touch. Oh, I love prioritization questions because there is no critical thinking here. It is literally you have to pick the most important symptom first. That's it. That's all you have to do And it doesn't take a lot of uh, oh is this one or that one no it's straightforward. So what is the most what is what is the most vital thing to report to the physician first? What are you going to report? And it seems like we are oh it seems like we're kind of divided. It seems like we're kind of divided here, but I am going to give the answer right now and see where you see where you think about what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Okay, I'm saying that the correct answer is number is number. Pause. It was a dramatic pause. Is <laughs> number three? Is number three? Bluish lips and skin indicates a lack of oxygenization, and so. Really simple. Whenever you have prioritization questions and it's ABC, that is going to be a straightforward, very easy um, question for you. So let me go back. I want to look at the symptoms here that we had. So the temperature, the blood pressure. Yes, temperature is high. Blood pressure is high. Pulses within normal range. Respirations are elevated. However, Based off of what I have here, this person has a circulation issue. The blood pressure and the temperature, these are gonna be circulation issues. Even though the respiratory rate is a little bit elevated, I don't have anything more to go on. I don't have a pulse ox at all. So I'm categorizing number one as circulation. If we're talking about airway breathing circulation, which is one of the best ways to approach priority questions. Let's look at the other ones. Um, two red-colored urine. Red-colored urine to me is also um, a hemodynamic thing, circulation. I don't know. The patient may have a urinary tract infection. They may be on a medication that you know is causing them to have red-colored urine. But I mean, at this particular stage, this cannot be a priority even over number one. Like if I'm just comparing one and two, which I'm not, but red-colored urine to me is not like a high alert three of course this person has some signs of cyanosis which are directly related to their oxygenation status so i have an indicator that this patient does not have long to go without oxygen all right and then four, skin that is hot to the touch i mean this is also circulation this could be um if i'm talking about the legs then that could possibly be a DVT. They have skin that's hot to the touch. Um, Patient could also have, um, you know, some sort of allergic reaction going on, uh, a rash or some sort. I don't know, a fever. However, none of those things are more urgent than a patient with blue lips and blue skin. So that is why number three was correct, okay? All right, let's move on. Okay, a nurse is caring for a client who is receiving vancomycin IV. The nurse notes erythema of the face and neck. The client also states she is feeling nauseated but is able to breathe regularly. Which of the following should be the initial action of the nurse? Is it going to be one, notify the physician, two, apply supplemental oxygen, Three, administer the um, defahydramine, right? And anti-nausea medications. Or four, discontinue the infusion of vancomycin. Very great question here. This is another first. What is your initial action? Think about the medication. Then I want you to think about the um, what the client is saying that is you know, is expected or unexpected. Think about those symptoms. Lots to consider here. Want to know what you are thinking. Okay. And go ahead and put those answers on the screen. You guys are doing really great today. Just showing up ready to study is half the battle. And I'm so happy to see that you're doing that. So in this particular situation, let's talk about it. Let's see what the correct answer is. The correct answer is actually number four. Did that surprise you? stopping that vancomycin, the the client is definitely having some uh, responses, some allergic responses to this vancomycin. And so the nurse needs to stop the infusion from getting into the patient's body because already we're seeing a rash, right? And the client is feeling nauseated. And it's great that they can still breathe. That's great. But the best thing you can do is stop the um, stop the infusion. And you would do that even before number one, which is notify the physician, right? Because um, if a person is having an allergic reaction to a substance, it's great to go and call the doctor. It's appropriate. But do we still want to, for NCLEX, if you pick notify the physician over stopping the infusion, then it, it indicates that you would still allow that infusion to run and continue to go into the patient while you were calling the doctor. And so it's very important for you to be able to say, no, I'm gonna turn off the infusion first and then notify the physician. You wanna have those steps in order because for NCLEX, it assumes if you just run off and call the doctor that the patient is still gonna have. And this is why I tell you guys, don't usually the answer is not go get respiratory therapy, go get the dietician, go get the doctor. Usually, there's something you can do for the patient before you leave that room. So, it's the same as if your patient was having respiratory distress, right? Or they're having difficulty breathing. You don't leave that patient to go get somebody else. There's always something that you can do for that patient before you leave. All right. So, the correct answer was indeed going to be number four stop the vancomycin stop the vancomycin here we go a client is describing to a nurse that he has a food allergy the client states he cannot have certain foods in his list of foods to avoid the client states the following eggnog mayonnaise all custards, marshmallows, and hollandaise sauce. The nurse is aware the client is allergic to which of the following? Is it number one, eggs? Number two, is it cheese? Number three, is it milk? Or number four, is it butter? I switched it up on you guys. <laughs> this is totally dietary. But we're still talking about allergic reactions. We're still talking about allergies. So a client says to the nurse, they have a food allergy, and they say they cannot have these foods. They cannot have eggnog. They cannot have mayonnaise. They cannot have any kind of custards, right? They cannot have marshmallows or size, so- holiday sauce. So which of the following is the client allergic to? Are they allergic to eggs? Number one, two, cheese. Number three, milk or butter. What say if you guys, this is a tricky one, but there is one right answer. And I'm gonna show it to you guys in three, give you a second to think about it. Two, one, it is the eggs. Eggs are the important ingredient in each one of those foods on the list. And so egg allergies, and I love eggs. Um, Actually, this is funny, but before recording, Mark came in and gave me this huge chocolate rabbit. It's like so huge. And I have a goal to eat this entire thing. I don't know, do you guys like solid chocolate rabbits as much as I do? I I mean, and they're like everywhere in the store right now, but I am sure um, an ingredient in this is probably eggs. I don't know, is it in here, chocolate? Whatever's in here doesn't matter. I'm eating the whole thing, but I'm just so excited because he dropped this off and I just can't wait to get into it. That's another story though. Okay, before we go to the next question, I do want to tell you guys about my amazing NCLEX resource, the virtual trainer. The NCLEX virtual trainer is the best training system for nursing students who need to pass the exam. My name is Regina Kalyan, MSN RN, and I have helped thousands of nursing students Pass the NCLEX exam with my program. You're going to love it. With my NCLEX review, I'm going to give you all of my nursing content in one place. Not only that, I'm going to make sure that after every individual lesson, you know what is most important. And if you need questions to help you, I have the questions right here. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an amazing opportunity to get in the virtual trainer. I'm also going to send you the virtual trainer student workbook as well as my quick facts for NCLEX. This is it. This is the opportunity that you've been waiting for. Click the link below. This is the number one training system for nursing students who need to pass NCLEX. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Click the link below. All right, guys. Here's question number five. It is this. What should the nurse assess during the administration of streptokinase treatment? What should the nurse assess during the administration of streptokinase treatment? Is it number one, diarrhea? Two, bradycardia. Three, rash. Or four, hair loss. What do you guys say? Diarrhea, bradycardia, rash, or hair loss. Mm Mm-hmm. This is good. What is streptokinase? Do you guys even know what that is? What is it? It's important. Okay, I'm going to give you the right answer. It is going to be number, number. Three, Number three. Um, and that is rash, guys. Uh, streptokinase is a foreign protein. Um, it's a foreign protein. And so anytime we are injecting something in the body that is not naturally there, we have to anticipate a possible aller- allergic reaction. So anytime you give some blood or plasma, um, anytime we give any kind of medication, the body has an immune system that is supposed to protect itself from outside invaders. So patients can literally be allergic to anything, a beta blocker, Tylenol, Aspirin. And so when we're asking about allergies, I think sometimes we we make light of allergies like, oh, we just ask casually like, oh, are you allergic to, you know, water? Are you allergic to orange juice or whatever? People can have severe allergic reactions to things because our body, our body is so well made and it is definitely a defender of its territory. So Inflammation responses can be very difficult to treat, and they can cause long-lasting effects, even up to death, you guys know that, for our patients. So when you're given a foreign protein like streptokinase, you, uh, allergic reactions would be the rash, the uticarial swelling, which are the hives-like, and these are the things that the nurse should look out for, all right? Okay, here's our Monday motivation guys, don't go. This is the best part of the programming. And it is essentially this thought, how to be strong, how to be strong, that's for you on how to be strong. So, all right, you know, when we talk about strength, there are many, there are many, many uh, examples of being strong. Whew in controlling yourself. I'm telling you, I am telling you, there is something about having the ability to restrain your own self so that you don't do something that you will regret, so that you don't say something that you will regret, so that you don't buy something that you will regret, Um, oh, so that you don't eat something like this doggone rabbit that I'm gonna regret. but anyways, how strong are you? How, how strong are you at even handling pain, you know, um, or being, like I said, in the midst of temptation where you want to do something, but, you know, you should not do it. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And I think this is one of the greatest examples that we could you know, discuss when we talk about being strong and having self-control. Um, so this is the temptation of Christ. Um, Jesus was he was the scriptures say that after he was baptized he was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights that right there is the ultimate strength is there anybody on here that has fasted for any period of time have you ever fasted for like six hours or eight hours or 24 hours, you know, or even, you know, three days. Have you ever, has there anybody that has fasted no food, no water for, you know, three days or four days? It's possible. I know people do it. And so it says, and he fasted 40 days and 40 nights and after he was hungry and the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become Loaves of bread. But he, being Jesus, answered, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of a temple, took him to the highest mountain. And, um, and he said to him, um, If you are the, the, the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will give his angels charge of you and on their hands, they will bear you up. lest you strike your foot against the stone. Oh my goodness. You guys, this story is so, you know, the devil knows the Bible. You know, the devil can quote scripture. Do you guys, do you guys realize that the devil knows scripture better than anybody else? He is a student of the bible and so that is why it's so important that you know the book that is why it's so important that you have your own knowledge because these devils around here they can talk scripture and so here we see the devil is using scripture to try to get jesus to sin oh and jesus says to him again it is written scripture with scripture he's fighting scripture with scripture again you shall not tempt the lord your god Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and said to him. Mm, mm, mm. All these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Oh, guys, guys, guys. Oh, there is nothing. There is nothing on this planet worth it. Giving your soul to Satan for. He's taking Jesus and he's showing him all of the riches of this world, all of you know the people worshiping him, you know. And it's just like when we see celebrities and we see people like worshiping them and taking photos of them and following their every move. And that's what that's what Satan is offering to people. He's like, if you want to be, if you want to have glory on this earth, I can give you that, right? All you have to do is worship me. All you have to do is put your alliance with me. Oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord, your God only in him only shall you serve. And then the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. So the question is, can you count how many times the devil tempted Jesus? Can you count how many times the devil tempted Jesus? man um every it's important to note that this was the the temptation of Christ for sure it was a temptation of Christ for sure there were three times he were tempted he was tempted and we are we are tempted in the same way in in many things in our life right um we could be tempted with with the same things so the devil he tempted Jesus with bread he said hey 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 make the, you're hungry, make these breads, right? Make these stones bread. And it's true. It's like in our, in our own life, our diet is so tempting, control our appetite. Our flesh wants to eat things, right? Our flesh loves to eat things that may not necessarily be good for us. Our flesh, um, you know, loves to have this idea that we have what was called the pride of life, right? Just like Satan, he tempted Christ and said, you know i'll give you I'll give you material things I'll give you gold I'll give you wealth I'll give you nice clothes I'll give you nice cars right because you know the material things are nothing Satan knows that he knows that they have no eternal value, but when we don't know who we are we think we think material things make us better we think material things catch people's eye and they make people think we are better than ourselves. And that's why it oh that's why it's so important for us to be humble and have a humble spirit because if not, we can fall into the traps of the world that we are literally selling out who we are for people to like us. What? We are um we are uh trading eternity for Cars, houses, money, success, you know, and honestly, for people who cannot put us in heaven or hell, the people, the people that, you know, that the people like to hear oohs and ahs from, they have no place for you. They don't. This is the thing. They don't pay your bills. They don't take care of your health. They do nothing for you. But we try to impress them. We want to impress them for what? You have a ministry. You have a calling. Your calling is to be a nurse, which is actually the total opposite of being glorified and put on a pedestal. You ain't going to get none of that. When you in the hospital room giving somebody a bed bath, there's not going to be no parade for you. Nobody's going to be cheering you on. And so that's why having that humility and that contrite heart is so important in nursing. Because to be honest, the money is not, uh, honestly, the money is great. Okay, so here's the thing. The money in nursing is great comparatively. But literally, as, um, as a servant of other people, there's no price you could put on that. The things that you will do to care for another person, there's no price you could really put on that. And so it is the heart that is the invaluable thing in nursing. Your heart. You can't put a price on it. And that's why a lot of people want to be nurses, but then when they get into it, they don't want to be nurses because the things that we have to do, you can't put a price on. So, um, you know, we, we're, we're tempted in, in our money and saving our money. We're tempted by saying, okay, we're going to watch one more show, but then we finished the entire Netflix series. Oh goodness. We just can't turn down that temptation. And then also putting off what we know we should be doing, right? So instead of studying and doing what we need to do, we sleep the day away. And so these are all temptations, but we have to be like Jesus. We have to be able to fight temptation and be strong this week. Help us, Lord. All right. So number one, we learn to say no. And it doesn't matter if you're if it's your friends that want to go out with you, if it's your you know your colleagues, your aunts, your uncles, whoever it is, you know that you need to study. You know you need to make this a priority because. Everything else depends on you having a nursing license, right? You have to be smart. So being smart means not wasting opportunities, right? So many times people waste opportunities um, and it it allows them to stay in their comfort zone, but they don't make progress. So for me, for instances, a lot of schools reach out to me, say, hey, we want to bring Remar in we love what you do. We want you to help our students. They're not passing NCLEX, et cetera, et cetera. And they say that Team Remar, you know, tries to hook them up and we, you know, we want to make plans to visit the school. But then I don't hear back from those schools for weeks, sometimes even months. And then when they pop back up, like, hey, it's graduation season. We're ready to bring Remar in. I'm already booked up. And so, for for many people, taking advantage of the opportunity while it is in front of you is so important because every day that you put something off it delays it by months and months and months all right and then so stand firm as we all have our weaknesses but don't let temptations use that against you. So yes, you are not perfect. you have your weaknesses but don't give the enemy a foot a footing into your life through those weaknesses. And in in general, when we talk about being strong with your time, you can spend time, right? But you can never buy it back. You can spend time, but you can never buy it back. So use it wisely. Use it wisely, guys. And I love this. Um, You know, this little icon of all the different things that we give our time to goodness and we just give it away freely. But none of these things give us our time back. All right. So um, your Monday motivation has been served a lot to think about this week. This is going to be an amazing week. And I love that um, this is coming up to Holy Week. So uh, if you are from the Christian faith, or if you are studying even, if you're not even a Christian, but you have read about the life of Christ, then this is a a very important week for the the Christian faith. And I am just, I am reflective and I'm happy to, um, to I'm happy to show my faith with Remar. This is my company and Mark's company. And so we try to be as authentic as possible. And I know with nursing, you know, most people don't get into religious things. Like when you see other NCLEX reviews and things like that, nobody's really talking about God like that, but we wanted to definitely be authentic and say, Hey, this is who we are. And so if you want to learn, if you want to study, if you want to hang out, Um, then this will definitely be something that you will be seeing during our our time together. So thank you guys so much for spending time with me. And oh, if you have the quick facts book, this is a great way. We talk about saving time. So this is a great way to save time. And um, another thing is the anxiety workshop is coming up. So if you wanna sign up for the anxiety workshop, it'll be totally free. It's a two-day event. Please head over to remarnurse.com forward slash anxiety. And um, you will be able to get the schedule and the topic and the workbook and all those good things that I will be giving out during the uh, workshop. And it is going to be actually April 25th and 26th. So you don't have much time to sign up for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And if nobody told you guys this, you can, you will, and you must pass in CLEX. You got to do it.